The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. I don't know when the hell you listen to me, but fuck, thanks for tuning in. Um, This is the Absolutely Not Podcast with your girl, Heather McMahon, truly doing the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm so thrilled you tuned in. As always, just so you know, this is a safe space for us to keep it 100. I hate that I just said that. Like, who... (laughs) that. Keep it 100, guys. No, but I. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, I just want you to know that the Absolutely Not podcast is a space where we can just have an honest conversation about things we love, things we hate, and just have a laugh about it. Life is too serious these days. So I want to kind of peel apart the layers of the onion that is life. Wow. I Why Oprah has not asked me to go on her like Super Soul Sunday tour just is beyond me. But um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're we're doing it today. I have a really exciting guest in the studio um, this afternoon, and we'll bring her in in just a second. Her name is Cammie Abair Miller, and she is one of the co-founders of Show Me Your Moo Moo, which y'all have seen it. If you follow me on the gram, you know it's one of my absolute favorite brands to wear. And so we're going to bring her into the studio and kind of talk about what it's like to be a woman in, you know, running your own business and being in the fashion industry and in that space. And just like, she makes really cool shit for everybody. And that's what I'm excited about. And side note, I've said this before, but I don't want y'all to think that this is like, first of all, this is not a self-help podcast. This is like, let's all sit around, smoke a cigarette and giggle our asses off podcast. But I do get excited to interview people that I already have a really cool personal relationship with that can teach us something and, and enlighten us a little bit. So I hope that y'all never come to me with like <laughs> real real life advice because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I still live at home with my mother. So I just need y'all to understand where I'm coming from. My base level is I'm like a bottom feeder who's like sort of thriving. You know what I'm saying? You got me? Great. Um, but we're bringing Cammie in and she and I have known each other since, fuck, the fourth grade? Yeah, we've known each other since the fourth grade and we had a really interesting, scandalous, rocky start that um, she and I will get into. So I'm excited to bring her in the studio and just obviously check out her stuff at showmeyourmumu.com. Um, but you know what? I kind of want to just relax in this episode. We are going to talk to such a cool boss bitch, which I don't even know if that's a phrase that I like anymore because I feel like I'm more of like a hoss bitch. You know what I mean? Like I'm more like, like I'm a boss, but what am I doing? What am I in charge of? My finances, sure as hell not. You know, I mean, I I can't even really like make my bed right without my mom yelling at me about how I did it. So I just like a hoss bitch. Like I come in with the heat and the power, but I need somebody else to like figure out my finances. And that's just who I am. That's me living my truth. So lay off me. Um, before we bring Kimmy in though, I wanted to get to the hotline. Y'all have been crushing it on these hotline call-ins. Here's the deal. Over under, 99% of y'all are on some sort of pill or wasted. And you know what? I'm here for it. But also, let's just make sure we're not drinking and driving and that we're being like cute. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you're being safe about it. And there's so many calls that we don't even air, which I think we should just air all of them, honestly, because so many people are like, Heather, we need to talk about life. And I'm like, here we go. And then 63 minutes later, you've wrapped up the voicemail. So if you call me and you're drunk, great. Let's just make sure we're in a safe space and, um, you know, that you don't call me and then immediately call your, like, ex-husband. And not your ex-boyfriend. You can call your ex-boyfriend. I sometimes, like, you know, creep on my ex-boyfriend who's married with a kid just for, you know, I just want to make sure he's not doing great. (laughs) That's what it is. I don't reach out to him. I just like to make sure he's not doing great. And I know living well is your best revenge and I'm trying to do that. But there are days where Jeff will look at me and he'll be like, did you see, and we're not going to even say his name, but let's call him Peter. He's like, did you see Peter? He's not, he's looked a little sweaty in a couple of photos. I'm like, yeah, babe. And we're on fire. So if it means that I have to bring somebody else down to make myself feel better, well, I'm going to do it. But anyways, what the fuck am I even talking about? I just want y'all to be safe. Make sure you're in a safe space when you call me, okay? As you know, I have my producer, Michelle, who's a doll. Michelle, let's get to a couple calls. Let's answer some absolutely nots, absolutely yeses. Let's do it. This girl started with, I'm going to need you to buckle up. So that just immediately Okay, I'm already in. I got my helmet on. Let's go. 
Listen, Heather, I'm going to need you to buckle up because I've had two and a half glasses of Pinot Noir and I'm feeling triggered as fuck. Wait, hold on. Listen, pause. Oh, pause. Oh, oh we have to start this over. Yeah, okay, first of all, okay, right out the bat, anybody who says buckle up, I'm here for this kind of energy. <laughs> also, she's speedballing. Is she not? Oh, yeah. For sure. Speedballing with a Southern accent. So many of my girls from the South are representing. I'm here for it. Okay, let's start it over. All right. Listen, Heather, I'm going to need you to buckle up because I've had two and a half glasses of Pinot Noir and I'm feeling triggered as fuck. Yes. Listen, the Game of Thrones writers literally got paid to write that hogwash. My cat, Lady Sybil Crawley, could have written a better ending to the series than they did. This is going to be an absolute not for me. Like, honestly, I feel like I'm going through a divorce. <laughs> I dedicated the better part of my adult life to this shit and it stabbed me in the fucking back. It's kind of true. Yeah. Like, I guess what I'm asking is, should I just, like, start chain smoking watching soap operas? Because yes. I feel like a 45-year-old divorcee has been devastatingly betrayed by the love of her life. Anyways, I hope you're well. I'm sending you a of light. Sincerely, your girl, Hannah Shay. <laughs> yeah. Hannah, fuck yes. If everybody didn't call in with that level of enthusiasm, I won't air your call. No, I'm kidding. But Hannah, yes. She's like lit. She's like, I've had two glasses of paint in a war. <laughs> I've got my jewel. I don't even own a jewel, but I just stole it out of some 22-year-old kid's hand. I've got my jewel, and I'm fucking pissed. I'm here for it. She's living. She's living. Honestly, Hannah, I agree with you. And, you know, even if you're not in Game of Thrones, and I don't want to go on, like, a Game of Thrones uh, whole tangent right now, but I feel you. It's, a, it's, it's the way a lot of these shows— Happen right, you know, like we're invested, and then when that when it, it doesn't turn out the way we want it, honestly, like I'm personally hurt. Michelle, you're a big Game of Thrones fan. What did you think? I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, and it's not even that like it wasn't the ending I like. There's so many things that made zero sense that directly contradicted previous right. episodes and previous very strong statements. That's yeah. what pissed me off. Honestly, my whole vibe is Jon Snow, the actor Kit Harrington. Oh my god. I don't even know how to I don't know how to articulate the what what happens to my body when I see him on screen. And really, I don't care about any of the carnal. other It's carnal. I don't care about any of the other characters except the fact that I think they did him dirty dog wrong. But you know what? At this point, I had to realize Game of Thrones is one of those shows where nothing that we expected to happen has happened. So we just got to like take it with stride. You need to follow Rob Stark on Instagram. Oh, Rob Stark. Richard Madden. Fuck yes. God. He was in the movie Ibiza with um, Gillian Jacobs. Oh, Ah. I love her. Yeah, but he was so hot and he played like this hot DJ, like a um, Calvin Harris, Kygo type, wet dreams, wet dreams for a while. So funny. I went to, when Jeff and I were in Italy last, of course, like when I went on vacation with him, he only took me to the places he wanted to go. Like we saw too many museums and and I was like, are we going to go to like one vineyard? He was like, that's not in the schedule, Heather. So that was a big lesson in our um, marriage and life. But um, we went to the Grand Prix, the Formula One Grand Prix. And it was really cool, but you can't really see anything. So the whole time Jeff has like a full on like automobile boner and I'm just sweating. Like I was excited because Kit Harrington and a bunch of the Game of Thrones actors were there, but they were in VIP. When I say I chugged six Stella Artois, hopefully they sponsor us. And I tried to claw my way to get into VIP. Here's the thing. Kit Harrington's like 4-1. He is a little baby nugget angel. Um, but I desperately was like, I have to just see him and smell him. There, there aren't a lot of people that I really fan out for, but because I am, I've been invested, like sweet Hannah or caller, I've been so invested. I just like I would let Kit Harrington do things to me that, you know, I wouldn't really let a parole officer do. And with parole officers, as you know, if you've ever been incarcerated, um, you know, you really got to let them kind of have free reign on your body, on your life. You know, I'm not saying like an abuse of power, but you just don't really tell your parole officer no. Um, so anyways, let's move on to the next one. Why do people keep talking about my voice? Oh my gosh, the person who who records the voicemail thing sounds very angry or <laughs> upset about something. Um, I wanted to, I'm going to be anonymous. Thanks for calling. Um, right. I, I, I used to feel like I was like cool and like, liked skateboarders but my fucking neighbors have a fucking like maybe seven-year-old kid or maybe he's maybe no he's probably older than that he's probably like 12 or 13 and he has um a skateboard and he's constantly skateboarding outside my house and it's driving me insane i'm watching something like real housewives something to detox from my day and all i hear is the thwacking of the fucking skateboard (laughs) in my head as this kid is skating like right outside my bedroom window 
discuss if you like. I'd love to. You know what? Kids on these out in the streets with no helmets. Now, we've had a helmet on and he was doing it safely, I say. You know, you just got to get over it. But it's an absolutely not. If he's hitting the mean streets with his skate gang and they don't have proper protection on, you know, because then if you hear his head hit the sidewalk, that's, you know, you feel like you've been victimized. Um, And I feel strongly about that. Here's the thing. Skateboarders, I have a little thing for. I went to surf camp when I was younger. I know, don't ask. And I tried to live the skate life. There's, oh God, I really am going to confess something. You know, I don't know how to say this. You know, you know who I am now as a 32-year-old hoss boss. Um, but, you know, or hoss bitch. Is that what we're going to say? Like, instead of boss bitch, hoss bitch. I was really big into like the Vans warp Tour. I was really into punk rock music. I've been to more Newfound Glory, Good Charlotte, Blink-182 concerts. It was a real interesting time in my life because um, I emote and understand like emotion. You can't be emo and emote. It's the same fucking word. You get what I'm saying. But I um, connect with emo music, but I really was just there because I wanted to hook up with the hot punk guys. And I know what you're thinking, Heather, I don't really see you with the skater, but when you're 12 and you're like wearing Hollister skirts that if you sneeze, your colon will come out, like, you know, the short Hollister skirts, I just really thought I was going to see, I was thought I was Avril Lavigne and I thought I was going to be with Benji or Joel. And I have a confession. I made out with one of them one time uh, after a concert. I don't know which one. <laughs> did you really? I did. That's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, neither of them will know. And they're no, neither of them will ever say. I'm pretty sure it was them. Or maybe it could have been the drummer in their band. I don't know. But we that's, were all like. That's close enough. We were all like 14. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure there was a kiss. And it, it, I think it might have been a warp Tour. It's all very blurry. Um, but yeah, I thought I was going to run off into the sunset with the skater boy. And it didn't happen. He was a skater boy. I said, see you later, boy. And then I moved on to the Dave Matthews Band. So, you know, maybe actually, sweet caller, this is, uh, you know, you're tapping in. Maybe this is a little triggering for you. Maybe it's a bit of PTSD. And you're remembering the days that you thought you were going to be with a skater boy. So what I suggest you do right now is go on Facebook, type in Dylan, because we, you and I both know that the guy's name who you're triggered by is Dylan. And I want you to find him. He's probably working at like a Napa Auto Parts you know, I don't even think he's like selling insurance because, you know, he didn't really do much um, and not no hate, no shade to skaters. Just I feel like this particular we all had that one boy who was a skater in high school that we just knew like he wasn't Tony Hawk. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't going to go there. So I suggest you just going into Facebook, typing in Dylan, your hometown and um, see where the dots connect you to. And if you need to, you know, make a cold, cold glass of Chianti. I like you know, Chianti can be served chilled. So I don't want a single fucking sommelier call me and tell me I'm I'm doing it wrong. If I want my Chianti chilled, I'm going to do it. But yeah, pour yourself a nice glass of wine and just sit back and um, get to your Instagram, Facebook investigating. Because I think that's really where this hate call came from. All right, let's go to the next one. Oh, I didn't realize this was supposed to be a question. I just had like a absolutely not thought. Great. And want. I hate it when I'm in a public restroom with just one other person and that other person is singing or humming. I, I can't. Where are you? Like, what do you do? Where are you going to the that's bathroom? No, that's a thing. No, no, no. That's a thing. No, 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 no. Are you at a carnival? <laughs> are you backstage at a Broadway show? I've never gone into a bathroom and be like, come on, everybody. Won't you do that conga? <laughs> like, no, never. Not once. That's the weirdest thing. I've never been in the bathroom. I mean, maybe they're trying to cover up something, you know, maybe there's a little bit of a irritable bowel syndrome or there's something that they're anxious about. Like I'm, I'm weird. I can pee. If other people can hear me pee, like it doesn't bother me. I'm like, I mean, you know, if it's like turning up, then maybe I'll turn on a faucet, but that's very odd. I'm sorry. And that isn't absolutely not. So if you're a listener and you, uh, you know, whistle a tune, then, then maybe be courteous of the other people who are installed. Maybe actually take a request. When you walk into the bathroom, say, hey guys, what's everyone feeling? If you're going to be a, a, in the bathroom singing, at it's least be a polite. DJ. It's only polite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, this is what I love about this podcast. I learn something new every day. Oh God, I feel blessed to be here. Let's go to another caller. Caller, what's your problem? What are you pissed about? What are you happy about? Let's go. Hey, Heather. It's Sophia. Hey, girl. One of your... BFFs on Instagram. Love it. Is it just me 
Or does it not gross you the fuck out when people put their shoes on their bed? Like when they're packing mm-hmm. for a trip or they're doing laundry or unpacking mm-hmm. or whatever. And they have their dirty ass mm-hmm. street shoes on their freaking comforters and sheets. I mean, absolutely fucking not <laughs> will you ever catch me putting my mm-hmm. street shoes anywhere near or on my bed that's just the first thing i can come up with i'm sure i'll okay oh uh, sophia others. let's go ahead and have that conversation 100 without a doubt agree with you absolutely fucking not and i'll tell you why <sighs> I learned this a long time ago. When you live in New York for any period of time, you learn about bed bugs. Now, knock on wood, I've never gotten bed bugs, but you never put your luggage. I won't even do it in a hotel room because I'm not going to screw over the person after me. You never put your luggage or your shoes on your bed because that's how you can get bed bugs. Like your purses, never put that shit on your bed. The fact that people will wear their shoes on their bed is disgusting. Now, on the other side, somebody might say, okay, well, you don't put your weird feet on my bed. Put your feet on my bed all day long. It's not like you're, you know, stomping through a vineyard crushing grapes, you know, and even then I might lick your toes for a little aftershock. But don't, if you're putting your dirty street shoes on your bed, on your 2000 thread count sheets and disrespecting Bed Bath & Beyond like that, no, you need to take a good hard look in the mirror and check yourself. And you're going to get bed bugs. This is an absolutely not, we don't even need to go through, like I'm shooketh. I'm, that's so gross. I actually had to tell my mom that. We were in a hotel in Italy and she was like, put her shoes on the bed. I said, mom, what are you doing? And we, we weren't leaving. That was a thing. She put her shoes up on the bed and I said, you're an animal. You are OCD and keep a clean house, but you're putting those road dogs on the sheets? No, I'm shooketh. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Next caller. Hi, Heather. I'm loving it for you. Love you. Um, my question is, do you have advice for someone who just got out of a really bad your relationship and how to move on and find a decent man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Delta Sky Lounge? Yeah, Delta Sky Lounge for sure. Go to the airport. Okay, so you just kind of have a nasty relationship. Well, that's an absolutely yes. And I'm proud of you, girl, for, um, oh, she said it was her friend, right? Or she said she needed advice? Yes, for a friend. Right, which is her. So let's go, for a friend. let's go ahead and have that conversation. You just got to have a nasty relationship. Listen, this is your time to be selfish and do whatever you want. Do things that make you happy because the reason you're probably in a bad relationship is there was probably a little bit of a self-esteem issue there. You couldn't get out because you didn't think, you know, there's anything better on the horizon. Do whatever you want. Keep your friend in high spirits. Keep them busy. That's what I would do. Don't let them think about it. Don't let them mope. And if they're, let's say, I want to stay home tonight and do nothing. No, you show up at their door, bottle of Pinot Gris, maybe... you know, a kitten. I personally am happier when there's little kitty cats around. If they're, you know, highly allergic, quote unquote, because, you know, that's what everyone's excuse is. <laughs> um, so if they're a cat cunt, uh, maybe bring them like a, like a, a plush, maybe a plush kitten and some pina grige and kick your feet up and just be around them. Don't let them sulk. There's nothing worse than when a beautiful bitch stays at home on a Thursday because she's sad about Mark. Well, guess what? Did Mark respect you? Probably not. Mm-mm. Was Mark on the Tinders and the Twitters and the hinges? I don't, you know, and the grinders? Probably double dabbing. Probably bisexual Mark was doing all of the things. And it's not fair. So pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Go get a massage. Whenever I'm if I'm emotionally unwell, if I'm physically not feeling well, like I feel like I'm getting sick, I, I just get massages like six times a week. I cannot afford them. I'm going into crippling debt for massages, but it's something that truly triggers me to a happy place. You know what I never understood, sign out? I don't understand people who don't like to be rubbed. Michelle, do you like to be rubbed? I love to be rubbed. I have like friends who are in loving marriages and have like sex all the time with their husbands, but they don't like to be rubbed. I don't yeah. get it. I don't get that either. It's a good sensation. I will say, I don't like to be snuggled, really. Oh, I do. I like in the beginning. I like and to then, be snuggled. Yeah, a couple months in, I'm like, eh, every now and then. Right. No, I like to be rubbed, touched, and by a stranger. If you come up to me and you're just a random man on the subway <laughs> and you just start working out a knot, if I t- like, if you're semi-attractive, I'm going to let you finish getting that knot out. 
Because to me, at the end of the day, having neck pain is way worse than like slightly being molested. Slightly assaulted. Yes, it's a slight assault. I actually agree with that one. If your penis is out and you make eye contact, then it's a full assault. But if it's a slight touch, see, this is why I would get so in trouble if I worked at like a real corporation (laughs) because I don't understand social boundaries. I'm Mm -hmm. a Pisces. I'm touchy-feely. I like to hug. When I talk to people, I make eye contact. I always touch an arm, you know, or like... And and maybe that's actually like eventually I'm going to be a cult leader because I do know that those are the actual things that- That's how you gain trust. That's how you gain trust, right? So I would have been a great predator or cult leader, but um, I I really enjoy being touched. And I think, and that's also probably what your friend is missing. She's used to having that warm body there. So maybe give her a hug. You know, we need seven hugs a day to be healthy. And I realize on my worst days, I'm like, I don't, you know, we're so closed off nowadays. I need a hug more. So bring your friend in, embrace- and then get her out on the town. Buy her a pair of Spanx and say, girl, snap back. We got this. Also, you're going to look back on the relationship in like a month and be like, ugh, he was busted. Thank God. Hallelujah. I got out of this. That's always the way it goes. Women always look back six weeks later and are like, thank the Lord I right. avoided that. Men always look back six weeks later and are like, fuck. Damn. Yeah. She was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that exact voice, Michelle. Yeah. She was really cool while they're sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Going through their Tinder. Yeah. Fully just like, yeah. Oh, fuck. She was so cool. Yeah. You got this, girl. Tell your friend, or if it's you, maybe even if you need to hug yourself, bring yourself in for a little embrace and softly look in the mirror and say, not today, Satan. And you got it, girl. All right, let's go to the next caller. Hey, Heather. It's your best friend, Marjorie, that you don't even know. Yes, Marjorie. Um, But don't worry. I don't say war eagle or anything like that good girl um so my absolutely not is people who have the mlm businesses and they completely just bombard your dm right i had baby number two in january and i'm talking like nine days out i had a message from a girl i don't even know never met her Mm -hmm. no idea who she is you never know sends me a message it's like Hey, you look really cool. You want to get your body back? Hit me up and join my team. Yep, yep. Uh, absolutely not, Cheryl. Absolutely not. I'm wearing an adult diaper to keep my uterus from falling out of my vagina. And you like, do you. Back up. Back the anyway. fuck up. Love ya. Bye. I, I didn't know that's a thing that happens. Oh, I'm about to break it down for you. Marjorie, thank you so much for your honest truth about your diaper. And good luck to your uterus. It's all going to snap back. I'm so proud of you. God is so good. Bless bless that baby. Um. You know, I talk about this on my Instagram all the time. I am so passionate about this insane culture that we now have, this like false sense of female empowerment with these MLMs. And I can't wait. I live for the moment that I get some like Rodan and Fields, um, you know, or like Herbalife uh, executive manager to reach out to me and be like, just so you know, I just got my Lexus. Oh, did you, Cheryl? Did you get your Lexus? I don't know. Listen, I know nothing about finances, but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out how these MLMs work. And if you're wondering what that means, it's a multi-level marketing scheme. So if you're on Facebook, you know, the Instagrams, the Twitters, and you have these people reach out to you and like, hey girl, have you ever thought about making extra income and selling skincare? Well, this is how you do it. So the way it works is and why it's called a pyramid scheme is there's one person at the top who then gets somebody to to sell product under them, who then gets somebody to sell under them, and it's pyramids trickles all the way down. So the only person who's truly benefiting is a person at the top. Now, I'm not going to go on a whole reason of like financially why this is a bad idea, but also these, it's that I, oh God, where do I even begin? It's, they're also the sales approach. You see these women online. And men, whatever. It's not, it's, you know, gender fluid. I don't give a fuck. You see these people online that say, you know, six months ago, I had one leg and now I have two and a white Lexus because I saw weight loss shakes from like my life shakes. No, it doesn't work that way because anybody who has an actual successful business doesn't brag about their money online. Also, I have had multiple people slide into my DMs or my Facebook messenger and say, hey girl, I know you're ready to lose that last 25 pounds. Well, you can do it on these weight loss shakes. They don't care about you actually getting in shape. Those kind of businesses only care about you getting somebody to sell under you and then that person getting six people to sell under them. That's the insane thing. And then you see these horror stories of you know, Cheryl, who has a garage full of products she can't push because she got pressured by Leslie to join her MLM. It's an absolutely fucking not. If you call me, text me, beat me, tweet me, and tell me that I need to lose weight and you have the perfect solution unless you're an actual plastic surgeon with a tube ready to go through my urethra, 
I'm done with you. And I send back, I, I, you know, I try and be kind, but it's getting so out of control with these messages. I mean, yeah, do I need to lose weight? For sure. But that's for me and my doctor to design. <laughs> I just, it's, it's insane. It's abrasive. Oh, wow. I really, I'm heated. I'm sweating. I'm just so upset about this. That's really upsetting. You know, and if you want more information on what this is, I want you to Google right now, John Oliver, the late night um, host, he did an entire episode about these MLMs and these Herbalife and kind of how it all works. And listen, if this is a profitable business for you, don't listen to me, unsubscribe, live your best life. But I think it's unreal the lengths that these people will go to, to try and break you down so that they can sell you a shake that's 100% going to give you HPV and cancer, okay? But Google right now, John Oliver, and he has a whole hysterical, really smart breakdown. So, because I'm not really doing it justice, um, describing how the business structure works, but I want you to listen to that. You know what? And you you should respond to her. Hey girl, um, you need to respond to her. I love my body, my uterus. I'm trying to keep my uterus in. Suck a dick and die. Um, I think this is a great place for us to end with the calls because we are going to bring in, she just walked in. I'm so excited. One of my best friends in the whole world, Cami Bear miller co-founder of Show Me Your Moo Moo, because we're going to talk about what it's like to be a woman in business and how you can do it the right way and how you can not body shame people along the way. And and like, it, we're just in a cool space in the world, especially in fashion, about how to be inclusive and like do the damn thing. So without further ado, thank you for all of your calls. I am going to take a quick break and then I'll bring Cami in the studio and we are living our truth. Love you guys always and hit the hotline at the Absolutely Not Hotline. Y'all are the best. I casually interrupt this episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast to talk to you about a brand of wellness elixirs, as I like to call them. Let's just call this a wellness update. I'm talking about Four Sigmatic, which is an all-natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit your immunity, your energy, and longevity. And let me tell you what, I have been on the road. I have been touring. There is nothing that messes me up more than when my immune system, which we all know is like a Petri dish, gets infected. I get run down. I'm meeting so many people, but I am taking Four Sigmatic on the road with me to keep my energy up. Basically, if you know what you know, then you know about mushrooms and adaptogens. If you incorporate them in mainstream products like coffee, tea, and cacao, which is what Four Sigmatic does, it can change your life. Why mushroom coffee with lion's mane? Well, lion's mane promotes productivity, focus, creativity, it balances stimulation, and it gives you the coffee without the jitters. I can literally take this on the road, throw it in some hot water, and I have that great coffee kick without the come down, without the jitters. What are adaptogens? Adaptogens basically go into your body, they figure out what's wrong, and then they like fix it. You know what I mean? It's not even like a high school counselor. Adaptogens are just like your friend, your friend Lindsay, who just like gets it. That's what adaptogens do. And that's what Fort Sigmatic has in it. It is made out of mushrooms, but honey, it does not taste like mushrooms. They have everything from lion's mane coffee, and they have uh, matcha tea, and they have a nice turmeric mix, which I take at night, which just like relaxes me and gives me all that, the anti-inflammatory goodness that I need. Because Lord knows I try and balance my life by chowing down on chicken fingers, and then getting some adaptogen mushroom herbs in my life. Listen, it's made out of 100% organic coffee beans. You will love their mushroom coffee with chonga and lion's mane. It is the perfect go-to morning beverage to support, like I said, productivity, focus, and creativity, but does not give you the come down. And here's the deal. If you use my code, go to 4 F O U R sigmatic.com backslash absolutely not. You can get 15% off. Again, that's four F-O-U-R sigmatic.com backslash absolutely not to get 15% off. Now back to the podcast. I am so excited to have one of my absolute best friends in the studio today, who's also just like a, like a boss bitch. And I know that like, you know, we say that like everyone's a boss bitch, but no, you're really, truly doing it. <laughs> Cammie Miller. Um, ladies and gentlemen, in the studio is Cammie Miller. Hello. And she's one of my dearest friends from Atlanta, but also the co-founder and creator of the amazing clothing line, Show Me Your Moo Moo. You're just changing the world one moo moo at a time. That, that's what we're trying to do. Changing <laughs> the world one moo moo at a time. That should be the new slogan. Again. Shouldn't it? Yeah. I'm really like good that. with like brand marketing stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Heather is like our number one marketing girl. <laughs> Every time she wears something, sold out. Sold out. I mean, it's crazy. So if you see her wearing Moo Moo and you want it, you need to buy it like that day. You do. Because if you wait three days, 
It's gone. The jeans I have on are Moo Moo, and these are my favorite because the level of stretch, but also like the way so it sucks good. you in is so good. And literally, I put them up, and then people were so pissed. They're like, well, I can't get them, Heather. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> They're popular jeans. <laughs> and fun fact, because y'all can't see us, me and Heather are actually wearing the same jeans. We are. And which jeans are these? These are the Soho Skinnies and Zip Up. So we do, with our jeans, we do two things. We do the good old elastic waistband, which right. literally means you have to really work to get them up. But when you get them up, they look so, so good. good. No zipper, no button. So they can like, when I was pregnant, they'll grow with your tummy. They shrink with your tummy. Right. And so then on our best sellers of those, we added a button and zipper for like a more classic jean, but we still give you that good stretch. I love it. Like I can actually you know. travel in these and I yes. I actually have panic attacks before I get on a flight if I'm wearing anything with a zipper because it's going to be World War Three when I take the jeans off, you know, just because like the compression on my body. But I can travel in these. Like I can wear these on a flight and be totally comfortable and then still feel put together. I love that. And, and you guys are really Your good. traveling oh. videos, I mean, could those be any better? <laughs> like I feel like we could do a whole documentary on Heather McMahon at the airport. Yeah, and the move office that's all people talk about is Heather McMahon <laughs> at the airport and your dingle dongles. For those of you that don't know about Heather's dingle dongles, yeah. get with it. Well, everyone really gets upset that I don't wear the air buds yeah. or pods. Yeah. I lose things. You and me are both, we lose everything. <laughs> everything. You know why? Because we're Pisces. Cammy's yeah. birthday is the 17th. Mine's the 15th of March. And we both, we never know where our keys are. We lose cords to everything. So I have to have something that's physically connected to my phone or I wouldn't have a phone. I agree. I don't get how people keep up with the little AirPods. I don't either. I mean, it, they're like the size of a penny. Right. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one of the coolest things is, I mean, just with your brand and everything that you've built, and I just want people to know, listening to the podcast, like, I'm not just trying to bring in celebrities in here and just like people to impress you with, but I am truly like, I want to bring people in that I actually like love and adore. Right. And you were one of those people. I love that. Because Thank we've been you. friends since fourth grade. Oh, yeah. Should we go down that road? <laughs> yeah. We actually had a really rocky start. Well, see, you know, it's funny. All the people that I love and adore the most, I've had a rocky start with. You know what I mean? It's part of your charm. It's a part. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, but, like, you're just, you're crushing it in the fashion space. And I just think you're making really great products for, like, real women. And that's really exciting and refreshing because you make fun things, but that fit. And that's really refreshing. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad we have you as our number one spokesperson. And really, that's what we set out to do when Cologne and I started our clothing line. We felt like there was this thing missing in the market that was easy to wear clothes mm -hmm. that weren't super expensive, but they were nice quality. And that sounds so simple in theory, but I mean, think about it. Yeah. It's actually like you have this super cheap stuff that's made in China, no face behind the brand. Right. And then you have super expensive stuff. So we wanted to be somewhere in the middle you know, price point, we try to keep it like a girl with her first real job. Right. What can she afford for like her nice dress and her nice top? And we really try to keep it there because we want it to be as accessible as possible while still being, you know, majority made in America mm -hmm. and while putting a lot of time into the fit and all the technical things and, you know, going the extra mile. So when you do get our product, you do think it's good quality and it is worth the price. And we also struggled to find in the market, like you said, just things that were comfortable and fun. And fun, you know, get some print in your life, girl. That's what's fun about the South. People aren't afraid of a print. Mm -hmm. and, and you're from Louisiana. Yes. But then you moved to Atlanta, and that's how we met in elementary. Yes, in yeah. elementary school. Okay, let's tell this story real quick. I mean, I want to talk about what a boss bitch you are, but we need to talk about we the beginning. We need to, yeah. Okay, so in the fourth grade, I wore this outfit that I got from 579. It was green. It was vinyl. I was in this moment of my life where I thought I was Cher Horowitz from Clueless. And I wore it to Grandparents' Day. Grandparents' Day at our school was like a day, obviously, when your grandparents show up and we all have this big assembly and we do like a, almost like a musical, like a theatrical performance for the grandparents. So I wore this green plastic outfit and all the fifth graders, because Cammie, you're a year older than me, called me the green plastic booger. <laughs> I was devastated. I was heartbroken. I thought I was living my truth. I thought I looked great, but that's always been a, like a theme through my life. It's like, yeah. I th always think Your I look Your confidence good. is next level. And I love it. It's, it works, girl. But it works. But it was even working for the outfit. I mean, right. when I see the pictures of you in the outfit, I'm like, I was rocking she's it. feeling it. Right. So I'll um, be sure to post the outfit we're talking about on yes, my Instagram yes. story when this comes out. So long story short, 
um, there was a mean girl in your grade who yeah. started calling me the green plastic booger. And this whole fight only lasted 48 hours. But somehow <laughs> it got filtered back that Cammie was the one who started it. But we still know to this day it was Kelly Edwards. And I'll say her name because she's not going to listen. Where's <laughs> Kelly Edwards? She started. The truth comes out. Or was it? No, Mandy well, Ming. Well, we've actually found out Mandy oh. Ming also said she was a part of it. Right. And, and also, that came out this year. Yes. And Mandy messaged me because I talk about this yeah. story on my Instagram a lot because it's really defined who I am as a person. Like it was in that moment when yeah. I was heckled that I said, I can do this. I can do comedy. Yeah. You know? And bullying sucks. People. Yeah. I mean, Heather, is. we're still talking about this freaking <laughs> bullying incident in elementary school. It is not cool. Don't bully people. I know Mandy learned her lesson. She did. Yeah. So so our friend Mandy slid my DMs like two weeks ago. and was like, hey, Heather, I just need you to know it was actually me <laughs> who started the rumor. And she's like, I still have sleepless nights about it. I'm like, girl, no. This is why I'm in comedy. Are you kidding me? But long story short, you got taken to the principal's office. I got framed for being the one who called her the green plastic booger. And I believe we both got called in together. We did. Right? Yeah. And they were like, Cammie, did you do this? And I'm thinking, no, I really didn't. I'm being like wrongfully accused. And I was mortified because I live by the motto, snitches get stitches. And I was, you know, I literally was so mortified. I'm like, I'm not going in there. And I was like, no, I don't think I told them. I was like, no, she didn't know. Everyone's been nice. I wasn't about. It's probably Ashley. Oh, my sister. Yeah. He's the attorney. He's like, yeah, you will burn. <laughs> He's probably like, justice must be served. <laughs> so it wasn't me. Right. I didn't say it. And then, you know, we really bonded over that and then became yeah. best friends. Yeah, we were like both wrongfully accused. Yeah. And then we just became really good friends and it's been soul sisters since. Cheerleading squad, cheerleading camp, that yeah. whole deal. That was like the cement of our relationship right. was cheering together. Right. We are both former cheerleaders, sort of cheerleaders forever. We also both captain of the squad. Oh, yeah. People never believe that me. on your resume. Yeah. <laughs> People never believe me. I'm like, just so you guys know, like I was actually captain of the squad. And they're like, oh, okay, sure you were, Heather. Sure, sure, sure. She was. I'll vouch for her. <laughs> but I was bottom of the pyramid. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Girl, me too. <laughs> I remember we would go to cheer camp. And they'd always immediately, and like, you're absolutely one of the most drop-dead gorgeous people I've ever seen in my life. But they were always like, because we're tall and like sturdy. They'd always say- We got good bones. We got good bones. They'd always say like, Cammy and Heather, come on, I need you to do a basket toss. Y'all are at the bottom. We're like, can we just maybe go to the top once? They're like, absolutely not. Never. 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 Um, but to, so kind of circling back to all this, so we've been friends for years and it's been really cool to watch you build this fashion brand. I mean, when you started in your apartment in New York, you were literally like living your truth in Nolita, making yeah. like sewing shit in your, in yeah. your kitchen. It was really fun in the early days. It's just like you would imagine. And the fairy tale of the Moomoo it was my business partner, Cologne and I, we lived in an apartment and so we would make about 30 moomoos a month. Right. We found this guy to sew them in Little Italy. And then we turned our kitchen in New York, which was, you know, one square foot, into the shipping department. The so toilet the was freezer, in the, yeah. the oven yeah. was all filled with yeah. packing supplies and moomoos. And we were just shipping them out after work. And it really did, like, start in that very grassroots and cool and funny way. And I think in the beginning we did it because— we were like, hey, there's this thing missing. It would be bright and fun and flowy and cute to wear. And then when we saw other people liked it and, hey, maybe we are good at making clothes. Right. We decided to make more clothes. And then we decided to do, you know, jeans and swim and babies and bridesmaids. And now it's funny because everyone says, like, I'm a lifestyle brand. Right. What's a lifestyle brand? Right. And then they look at Chomi Rimu and they go, oh, this is a lifestyle brand. And we yeah. didn't. We didn't even know what, that wasn't even a term when we started. So we are actually a lifestyle brand because it is our lifestyle. Right, right. Not because we set out to build a lifestyle brand. Mm -hmm. So I think there's like an authenticity there too that resonates with people. Like we started the bridesmaids when we were getting married. Absolutely. We just launched the kids. We now both have kids. So like, you know, we are a lifestyle brand. And I don't mean that in the cheesy overused way that other people say it. We really are because we share our lives with our customers mm -hmm. and- we build the collection around what's going on in our lives and our friends' lives and what we feel like we need in our closet. So, yeah. I love it. And you're like, just so, you just have such a good eye for, because I love animal print. Like you're wearing animal print now. Yeah, if I, I wore cheetah for my yeah, girl. Of course you did. And it's just, everything's vibrant and fun, but then you also have the great staples. And I just think it's so empowering to be like, no, I want to wear a full cheetah print floor length dress and just be 
be me, you know? Absolutely. And always with gold hoops. Always. Me and Heather are like- We're J-Lo through and through. Through and through. Mm-hmm. It's like J-Lo and there's a hint of Michael Kors. Oh, Remember always. <laughs> yes. Gold Michael Kors watch. Yes. I don't know who else had that. It's the best. But yeah, that was a good watch. It is a good watch. So have you found it, and listen, I hate when people like sit down with other women, like tell us how difficult it's been to be a woman. Because <laughs> I don't think that, yes, there are, there's, hardships being a woman in any business. Yeah. But I think we just need to highlight what you've realized you've done right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate when people are like, well, at first, nobody would give me money and all this. Okay, yeah. we've got to like empower ourselves by talking about maybe the positives. Totally. I mean, the positives of being a woman and doing what we do is, you know, still to this day, majority of fashion companies are owned by men making clothes for women. Right. So already we have a leg up. Right. Because we are the customer. So that's been amazing. You know, Mm -hmm. like I have no desire to make clothes for men. Right. At all. I mean, we do some fun printed bow ties. Right. But they match our clothes. Right. That's why we do them, you know. So that, for one, has been huge. So we're making clothes for ourselves, which is awesome. Also, with Moomoo and with the company culture and also our consumer culture, We have what I would call like, you know, a sorority, but one that you don't have to get into. Like everyone gets to be in it. I love that. There's like a sisterhood um, that I think is driven by female energy and that feeling of sisterhood. So within the company, we have that. And I think with our customers, we have that too. And that definitely is sort of a female way of being together. And isn't it wild how much shit you can get done with like a a group of women? Especially like, oh, it's wild. You can, do, I mean, we have The multitasking like, ability. You put three chicks in a car and they've got to get to Toledo. They're getting there and they're, under, getting, they're getting there. there. I mean, we've made weddings in the middle of nowhere. Right. Photo shoots in pouring rain in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But we look like we're in Africa. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and we, it's a bunch of awesome women and we get together and then we're like, oh no, we can do this. We can do we this. We can figure this out. We don't need instructions. Um, I was working on a creative project recently and I'm, and I'm one of those women. I love men. I'm never going to like shit on dudes. I just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? No. Oh my but, God. I love men. But it was so crazy. Love everyone. We love everyone. But it was so crazy dealing with two male producers. I mean, they couldn't find a yes. You know what I'm like, you're like guys, I just need you to find a yes. Yes. They totally. could not Google and talk on the cell phone at the same time. <laughs> And then, you know. Oh, no. No. Yeah. You got to be able to do seven things at once. Right. And that is probably a female superpower. Absolutely. And now you're a new mom, you know, sweet Magnolia, who's the most adorable baby on the face of the planet. More female energy in our life. Right. Um, You know, I think that. How do you balance it? My husband is a wonderful man because mm-hmm. he just knew we would have a daughter. I love it. Because he's surrounded by the Moomoo women like right. nonstop. And he's like, oh, of course. And he's got two sisters. Female. He's got yeah. two sisters. And yeah, he's a man that we love. Right. Men are good too. <laughs> right. I don't balance at all. I mean, let's talk about how I got here this morning. I ran to a gifting suite at Moomoo Venice where mm-hmm. my daughter choked on a piece of ice. <gasps> in the Yeah. And Baby's choking my is fault, my panic, my biggest My panic. fault. Uh-huh. It was a small piece of ice. It was nothing to, but right. I mean, you can imagine. Right. Embarrassing, chaos, humiliating. Yeah. I'm a bad mom. Right. So that's how we started the morning. <laughs> then I had to go home and tell my husband that, which forget about it. Right. I mean, right. he's a lot better than me with the baby. I got to mm-hmm. admit, mm-hmm. got to admit, not right. traditional, but he is. I love the honesty. And so then I realized I had to get here and I was running late. And so I grabbed, you know, the cold spaghetti out of the fridge, which I don't mind cold spaghetti, mm-hmm. but it's not maybe the best, healthiest, most balanced breakfast. Mm-hmm. Shoveled that in my mouth, read your parking instructions, knew I'd never be able to get here right. in my own car. So I said, I'm going to Uber. Right. Still got lost when right. I got here. Of course. And, you know, it's like noon. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you know, my day will continue that way. And those are how my days are. I'm just like feeling like I'm sprinting, trying to keep up. But as long as I get like an eight out of 10 every day, then I feel like I'm good. Things always fall through the cracks, right? Like right. I try to do too much. And so I don't know if the advice is try to do too much, but the advice is don't be hard on yourself if you miss one or two. Right. Or you mess something up. Like, if you're sitting around and you're only focused on one project, sure, do it perfectly. But when you are trying to balance all these balls in the air, like something's got to give, something's going to, there's going to be mistakes, there's going to be issues, you're going to be late, and you can't be hard on yourself because 
You got to do it the next day. We are and the next day, so and the next day. almost, I want to say evil to ourselves. <laughs> like I think about, you know, I'm obviously my own worst critic, but you know, my mom witnesses, you know, cause we're living together right now. My mom witnesses, she's like, Heather, every time we have to like do an audition, like I'm a perfectionist in like yeah. my craft, but she's like, yeah. you, I, you are so hard on yourself. Like it's yeah. never good enough. Yeah. But I'm like, but that's because this is a niche thing that I want to perfect. But the other day-to-day stuff, I'm like so willy-nilly about yes. it. I'm like, okay, I just sideswiped my mom, totally. my own, you know, the garage, let's it's fine. We'll figure it out. I'm and I'm the same as you. Right. I think in that way, there are things that I don't make mistakes on that are perfect. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could be here and say that was parenting. Right. But that, <laughs> I think I'm better at work than right. parenting. Right. Um, but I've been working for a long time and I'm a new mom. Right. So like I'm going to get better at that. So I really just try not to like beat myself up about being perfect at all the things I'm balancing. What did Michelle Obama say? Was it Michelle Obama? I hope now that I'm like saying it publicly. Right, right, but right. You can have it all, but you can't have it all at once. Right. Right. So like you're never going to be A plus across the board in all areas. Like what is your focus right now? And the other stuff will suffer a little, but you need your community. You need a support team. You need a mom like yours, a husband like mine. You know, you need those people that keep you going, build you up. And keep you humble. Keep you humble, baby. And keep you in check. Like Jeff is the first person to just tell me like, okay, you're crazy and you've gone (laughs) off the rails. I need you to reel it in. And that's why, you know, and and Nico, your husband's the exact same way. Totally. And it's also because we we kind of married our opposites. Yeah. We needed that. Yeah, we needed that. We needed that. We Uh can't marry each other. No. (laughs) No way. And all the credit cards would be lost. The car keys would be gone. It'd be a freaking mess. And I just think about like, I believe like the energies. When you and I get together- (laughs) <laughs> it gets like not only do we get a ton of shit done, but it gets wild. Like our dreams, our ambitions, but like, hold yeah. on, here's the deal. So we should come out with this line, but also yes. do Everest. Have you ever wanted to do Everest? <laughs> and then Jeff and, and Nico are like, hey, ladies, we're Real just event. going to dinner. We're going to get sushi. <laughs> Let's start small. I love that though. I mean, and I think Heather, it's been so funny, like ever since we were forever, Heather's like, oh no, I'm gonna be super famous. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, no, I know you are. It was never a doubt in our minds. It was just always a thing of timing. Right. So, I mean, the star has started to rise. Like, here we go. And I'm, you know, I'm grabbing onto those coattails. I've been waiting for this moment as long as she has. (laughs) But, you know, that's the advice, too. Dream big. Dream big. No limits. Why not? But you always knew that you were going to be successful, too. And I think it's one of those things, just being very self-aware and self-assured. I this is going to Confidence is so important, especially for females. Yeah. Um, because growing up in a world like we're in right now and everything in social media models and all of these overwhelming things, like if you can raise, um, a young girl to have confidence, I think that is the most important thing because if she believes she can do something, she she will, you know, that is everything. And it's so refreshing too, especially what you guys have done with your brand where, you know, you see women who are normal. I I hate even saying like normal size. I know, right? The real everyday girl. Yeah. Because not everybody, you know, uh, not everybody's thin and not everybody's picture perfect. And it's so refreshing now. And we sat down and had an honest honest conversation kind of as things were changing. And you were like, Heather, okay, I want to fit you. Like I came in, I was one of your fit models. And you were like, okay, you know, and since you've had a baby, you're like, my body's changed a little bit. And it's so refreshing to be like, all right. You guys are making things. I keep saying you guys, but like y'all are yeah. making things for everybody now. And it's, it's exciting, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, I love and more options. We love more options. And we love showcasing, like you said, you know, normal or real people mm-hmm. as well. The girls that work for us, all of that. Right. And I do think there's a huge, like positive movement going on right now with body image and all that sort of stuff. And it's only going to get better. And so while it's a, you know, there's a lot of pressure in this day and age, there's also a lot of exciting things right. happening. So like, we don't only have to be down about the bad stuff. I think a lot has changed with who we see on magazine covers and, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of stuff. It is going in the right direction. So but that's it's, cool. Because it's like, everybody's got an opportunity now. And the cool thing about our relationship is too, is, I mean, we're in totally, you know, different um, careers, but you've always been so supportive of me. And I just adore you for doing that. Cause I do find you know, as uh, we're all like, Oh, we have Aww. to empower each other, but it's true. Yeah. It's LA. People can empower you and also stab you in the neck and the back at the same time. You and know what I mean? They do. They do. And people really latch on to this, like women support women right. thing right. right now. And again, but it's like, what overall, are you actually doing for your friend? Positive. So right. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but right. exactly. What are you actually doing for your friend? I mean, we grew up, Super Christian school, mm-hmm. walk the walk, talk the talk. It's that whole thing. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like right. you got to do both. Yeah. You got to do both. You 100%. don't just like 
hop onto a slogan and then in your daily life, you're like a shitty person. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm not going to keep you too much longer because I know that you're like, I actually was able to get like a tiny window with you today, which is so thrilling. Oh, I love but, it. So what are you guys having coming up in the future? Like, what are you excited about in the fashion world, in your personal life? Yeah. So um, one thing that we've just started to dabble in is extended sizing, which yeah. is super exciting. Um, we're still, you know, self-funded small company. So we have to do all of these like new initiatives slow. So our bridesmaids, we've expanded a lot of the best-selling bodies in extended sizes. So that has been like so exciting for us. And hopefully we keep getting a positive reaction to that and are well, able to keep growing it within the line and the right. swim and the clothes because that is that's the goal. Right. Um, and it's so funny because every time I go on to like pick my, you know, larger, extra large top, it's always sold out. So I know. Because those girls are like, when they see it, they want it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying too, y'all. If Heather, if Heather promotes it, you better get it that day because it is selling out. She's a fashion icon. <laughs> she is. She absolutely is. I mean, I, you know, I just, I pull it together. But I always said when it comes to fashion, it's like, just know your body type and what looks good on you. Yes. That and is then, so important. Mm-hmm. And look, there's also, you know, there's no problem. I always tell people, if you have to spend like $8 to him something here or there, and then it's going it. to be banging on you, do it. It's worth it. Like, don't be scared of doing that. If you find a brand, doesn't have to be mine, that works for your body, though, don't be afraid of getting the maxi dress because you're 5'1". Right. Just get it him because if it looks good on you, it's worth like, you know, the Taylor, $18. Taylor, Taylor, A little Taylor goes a long way, baby. I mean, I, I can't even go into like, you know, Saks or Nordstrom because I'm so— I'm like so much broader up top and then mm-hmm. I need something taken in. So my mom was like, listen, Heather, just spend the money, you know, and I have a great tailor back in Atlanta. I think that's great advice for people that yeah. are like feeling like clothes don't fit them right. Yeah. Put a little extra into that. Right. I do it all the time. I even do it to some of our stuff. Yeah. Because you the dry cleaner thinks it. I'm crazy. The dry cleaner is like, don't you own the company? Why are you? Because some of the slits are too high for right, me. Right. Right. Lauren Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But so I'll go get my slit sewn down. It's right. so cheap, just like an inch or two. But then I feel comfortable. So like I'm doing it to the own clothes that I make. So so over under like ladies, if you're, you know, that are listening to this, don't be afraid to have a relationship with your dry cleaner and your tailor. Oh, they're your best friend. Because we order everything online and then we, I end up sitting in like a pile of clothes, just hysterically crying <laughs> in my bathroom. <laughs> like nothing fits. But I'm like, no, it would fit if I just spent the $8 Give it a little love. to change the zipper a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So it's more. Yeah. And just finding out like what what makes you feel comfortable and like fabulous and, and just owning with it, it. which you do great. Well, the other thing I'm excited yeah. about though. Yeah. Is your wedding. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> so that is on the horizon and I'm pumped. We are so pumped and you are doing my bridesmaids dresses. I'm going to do some outfit changes. Like it's going to be fabulous. And I I'm so exciting wait. that we get to collab. I truly cannot wait. You've understood my fashion and my style since the beginning. Oh yeah. And um, since the green plastic days. And <laughs> I saw I saw you had style back then. You knew I was fashion forward. And I'm so excited to just show everybody what we're going to do. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a wedding. It's going to be a photo shoot. It's going to be a commercial. It's going to be a circus. We're going to get an Italian Vogue. I'm saying oh, it now. Hell oh, yes. 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 See, guys, we're dreaming. Right. We're dreaming big. This is what we're talking about. Kimmy, I know you have to get back to your insane um, business and being a mom and doing all those things. I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming in. Oh, I Every, love you. Everyone follow Cami at Cami Mumu on Instagram. And Right? Yeah. yeah. At Cami Mumu. And I'll be posting the green plastic booger. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got it. You need the picture reference because it's that good. It's so good. And check out her brand at Show Me Your Moomoo. Dot com and it's show me your mumu on Instagram. Um, and if you're a new bride or if you're bridesmaid, check out their bridal stuff. It's absolutely incredible. So many options, so many different fabrics, and really truly something for everybody. Thank you. Yeah, it's this the was best. so fun. Thanks. I wish we could do this every day. At we lunch. are. We're gonna come back in. We got more time. We're gonna do oh, it. I love it. You're Thank the best. you so much, Heather. Love you. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. <laughs>